Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. So I want to explain something about those events real quick. So remember, this was the video of the state of Washington. They were pulling people together from different regions in the state. They all did the same process, but they all do it differently. And they were trying to understand how everyone does it differently. At the outcome of this one is a plan of actions that they're going to go do over the next 90 days. So I'm going to split this into two pieces. One is a planning activity, and the other one is a working session. Those are the two different types of events. The video we saw, they came up with a plan to go do a bunch of stuff afterwards, right? They didn't fix anything in the event. All they did was get alignment on what everyone's doing, figured out that there are best practices in each region that they should adopt overall, and talked about the flow and said, is this the right way to handle this process? Important work to be done. but. The process, was, and when they left and went back to their regions the next week, the process was still the same it was before they started the event, right? So nothing changed right there. But they're going to now meet probably weekly or twice a week to review that plan and make sure that those things get done and implemented. Probably more of a value stream mapping event. I'll call this a, a value stream mapping. We're going to cover that a little bit more in depth. But that's mapping out the processes and understanding the gaps and the opportunities. The working event was not really highlighted as a video. This is more of a doing event. So we're going to figure out what's broken, what opportunities there are, and then we're going to go off and change the process in that event. So this one takes a little bit more preparation because we have to be ready to make those changes in the process. And when you get done, you're supposed to have 80% of your results completed. And then you have some follow-on for maybe only 30 days. And the reason they limit it to 30 days is because you don't want to let these things drag out. The goal is to do things now. If it's too big that can't get done in 30 days or the end of the week, it's off the list. It's too big of a scope. It's too expensive, it's too much money, it's too time consuming. These are only things we can do during the week or within the next 30 days. And that cuts out a lot of big project solutions, right? Oh, you wanna build a database? That's not gonna happen in 30 days. What can we do right now? Oh, you wanna buy a new machine? That's not gonna be ready in 30 days, unless it's already on the dock, ready to be installed, right? That's not gonna happen in 30 days. So. It removes a lot of these big major improvements and it focuses back on what can we do right now with the team that we have. This one I would say is also more frontline workers involved in the activity because it's affecting and changing the, their work and their understanding of the process. Where this one is more managers and supervisors because it's planning and strategy and looking at the processes and coming up with alignment between the groups not necessarily getting into the nitty gritty details of every process step. I would involve a lot of frontline workers in the understanding and the 
Gemba walks and the walking the process, all that, but they may not be in this activity the whole time. They might be back doing the work, right? Doing that value-added work. Let me pause for a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Creative Safety Supply. Creative Safety Supply is a great resource for free guides, infographics, and continuous improvement tools. I recommend starting with their 5S guide. It includes breakdowns of the five pillars, ways to begin implementing 5S, and even organization tips and color charts. From red tags to floor markings, it's all there. Download it for free at creativesafetysupply.com slash 5S. This one is more disruptive because you're pulling these people off the line, off their process, and involving them in reshaping that new process. So this one can be like, you might have to shut down your whole process, or you run a small, short-staffed set, a short process to keep it going while you pull other people off to participate in this activity. So, so in the video, you saw more of this one up at the top, uh, more planning. Uh, the ones I see, well, it's about half and half. Half of them are probably planning, half of them are more working sessions. For, so for example, last year I did an event with a team. They had all their maintenance managers come to a offsite in a central location in the US. And then they talked about how they all manage the equipment and, main, and maintain the equipment at their location. Then they kind of come up with some best practices. And then they said, the goal of this event is to get the main equipment into the uh, maintenance program so that we have 80% of the equipment is in the system, which will then start let, allowing us to track when we do updates and maintenance activity on those equipment. And so a little bit of planning up front, the first day was just trying to get everyone aligned, get to know each other, figure out what everyone does, learn what everyone is doing in terms of how they manage they had already decided that they were going to put this stuff into a common database. And then it was just the next two days was start typing all these things in. And we're going to sit you down and we're going to help you. And you got support team here. We've got resources to help, but we're going to help you upload and get all these in the system. And at the end of it, they left with a large portion of those equipment in the system. If you had said, oh, we, they each need to do this individually on their own, it wouldn't have got done. People are like, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time. So we just brought everyone together and forced them to kind of do it. There's other things that they uncovered too, but that was the, the major part of it. It was a working session. And at the end, they had things to show. They have results. They have progress being made. If you're thinking about like, how do I get some movement on this work? I think these Kaizen events are a great way to do that. You just want to think about, is this more of a planning activity? Or is this more of a doing? There's a little bit of planning and discussion up front, but most of the time, is it going to be like a working session to get through and change the process, implement these changes, come up with new layouts, standardize our tools, um, rearrange the, the workspace, uh, move equipment around, move workstations around. Then that's more of that working session. And at the end of that activity, you've actually rearranged the space. You've actually put put in a new SOP. You've got the fixtures built and out there and they're testing them and using them. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms 
along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods, and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.